The last known remnants of Earth's people are adrift in space, aboard the Ark of Humanity. Its sole purpose, to instruct each generation in the history of human civilization. Confined and categorized, none could leave. But one made a daring escape. Cut loose from all she knew, with a holographic student as her only companion, she crash-landed on a nearby planet. This planet holds the sleeping archive of a culture even more ancient and unique than Earth. And the planet itself may change them more than they expect. This is Seminar. Seminar, Episode 99. A Time to Cast Away Stones. that Zarash routed the power here. I only wish that had included the door mechanism, not just the locks. <laughs> but we're here. Now to find our shuttle. We only have 35 minutes. We lost 20 between the walk and trying to get the door open. Zarash said that a manual touch to the shuttle would determine which one's powered, but I'm not entirely sure that's true. Sorry, New. I don't follow. Well, if it has systems power of any kind, we might be able to patch into any latent communications channel. It might take some time, but you could... Me? Wait, you want me to do it? No, that's not possible. I'm in this hollow box, and I don't have the necessary power to push a signal that far. Yes, you do. You're able to play the stories, right? We use that. Tap it into the last of the power in the diagnostics console here, and run it on every channel the computer has. Oh, this is risky. Too risky. We're going to run out of time. Just give it a shot. Pick a story, and if it doesn't work by the time that story is done, we'll think of something different. Okay. But I don't think this is going to work. If it fails, who knows what system will blow? Okay. Playing corporate space. Hey, 
Harold. Jessica, we have a huge fucking problem. It's great to see you too. Cut it out. We have an... You start every call like this lately. We have a major investor group threatening to pull out of funding your operation there on Meridian. <clears throat> what? Why? Oh, just that we promised them a 30% return last quarter, and we haven't come anywhere near close to that. But we're on track to, so... They don't give a shit. You know these venture capitalist types, they're all royal assholes. You deliver the ROI right now, or they'll screw you. Um, okay... What are their demands? Immediate cost savings, starting with mandatory unpaid overtime. Oh, Today, God, you're gonna, no. You go, you're going to hold a town hall meeting as soon as second shift wraps up in the mine. I've already got corporate comms working on talking points for you. They'll eat me alive, Harold. I know it's going to suck, but... You're throwing me under the bus again. Excuse me? You've said for months that you were grooming me for COO that I was next in line for the job. You saw the press release. Yeah. You couldn't even tell me that you gave Clayton the job before you announced? I'm sorry, Jessica. There are internal politics that- That prevented you from giving the job to a well-qualified woman? That had nothing to do with it. He's got family on the board. You know that, damn it. He wasn't my pick. Look. I'm really sorry. I might be CEO of Moonstone Energy Group, but I don't call the shots all the time. Sit tight a little longer, and there'll be another opening. I'll go to the MAT for you next time. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Harold. Just got those talking points. Good luck. Let me know how it goes. I'll be in the trailer. Yes, ma'am? Bad news from corporate. Layoffs? No, overtime. All shifts are extended two hours, starting tomorrow. We are already working our asses off. This and is- And you'll have to work them a little harder. Look, we have huge investors threatening to walk away, which would put all of you out of a job. I'll hold a meeting tonight to explain. Ma'am. I know you're just trying to do your job, but you're going to lose some good people if this kind of thing keeps up. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, you'll all just catch an Uber back to Earth, learn to code, and reinvent yourselves, right? There are no jobs you're qualified for there. There isn't an ounce of coal left. That's why you came out here to Meridian. <laughs> to help us strip this planet of all its natural resources, too. Are you finished? Yes. Show me a better attitude next time, or you'll be finished too. God, these assholes. Howard Leitner. Sabrina James, how's your company doing? Oh please, like you didn't see me on the cover of Forbes last month. CEO of the decade. Sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? I hear you've got problems, though. Yes, my wife left me and I'm the same miserable bastard you've always known. Was it worth calling me just to hear that? <sighs> Stop being a dumbass, Harold. Moonstone has problems. We're just fine, but thanks so much for your concern. That's not what my sources are telling me. Investors pulling out, are they? 
What do you want? Just to do you a favor. Let rock, coal and power buy you out. Huh. These are minor difficulties at worst. We've put billions into our operations on Meridian. But when all is said and done, we'll be paying back our investors hand over fist. We'll top 100% returns. You can either make this easy for yourself, or we can do a hostile takeover. You're not going to persuade anyone on our board to go that route. <laughs> I know you've done your research on us. Do you think we've been building our own private army for the past year just to sit around? We've got plenty of automated defense systems. That we have just disabled. Meridian is ours for the taking. No, you're bluffing. You don't shy away from a fight. Sabrina, I'll give you that. But no way in hell would you ever resort to corporate warfare. You haven't even asked me yet who I'm working with on the inside. Someone you just... Threw under the bus? I told Jessica she'll make a great COO for us. We'll be able to hold our own. You're not going to take Meridian. Maybe the Space Force will rescue you. Double our current share price and we're yours. You win, damn it. Oh, Harold, there was never going to be an honest offer on the table here, I assure you. Our ships will be breaching your defenseless perimeter within minutes. But I promise, we'll treat your people mostly all right. I had a week to get off this damn rock before you attacked. I said more or less, didn't I? You should have moved faster. Now you'll be joining your friends down in the mine. What? Uh, our contract says, Chief Operating Officer, you signed it. Oh, I know. You can call yourself whatever you like. But it also said, additional duties to be assigned. Sabrina! I hope you're good with the jackhammer. What the fuck have I done? Valued workers of rock, coal and power. This is your new CEO, Sabrina James. I'm pleased to inform you that we're announcing a 10% pay increase across our entire workforce. <laughs> Enjoy that extra 10 cents an hour. You've earned it. Let's pick up the pace, everyone. I don't want to have to report anyone to the new boss. God, these assholes. Hey, it's our chief operating officer. Why don't you get back to work? Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Looks like I won't be needing to learn to code anytime soon, huh, Jessica? Huh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I might recommend you give it a try, though, if you ever find your way off this rock. Yes, sir. Right, sir. Good luck making your way up the corporate ladder now. Princeton undergrad, Harvard Business School, $200,000 in student loans. Now I'm holding a fucking pickaxe right next to a bunch of community college dropouts. Well, they're 
there's only up from here. Looks like there is an active channel. One of these shuttles must be using it. Huh. I was sure that would fry my servos. Well, it's like Jessica said. Only way to go is up from here. I was watching the power distribution. I knew that if it didn't pick anything up with the power you had available, there was no point in trying it. Another one of your super guesses. <laughs> Is that what we're calling them? I guess so. Let's go find that shuttle. What if the shuttle doesn't open up for us? We'll figure it out. What if it's the furthest shuttle from us? We'll figure it out. What if it takes us too long to find the shuttle and Zerosh can't open the doors before the Zarrah get here? Thomas, we will figure it out. But how? I don't know yet, Thomas, but I do know that I would rather think of what can go right instead of what goes wrong. In fact, there's a story you can play while we find the shuttle. Find Come On and Slam. Accessing Come On and Slam. Everybody, God here. Bet you're wondering why I called all of you, uh, you know, creative types, the greatest authors and poets in the history of my creation. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah? What gives? Ernest Hemingway and I were locked in a battle with an enormous Marlin. Now I'll never know if we would have caught it. It's heaven, Madame Angelou. You would have caught it. Spoilers. God damn. <laughs> As you may know, the universe will be ending soon. Aww. Yes. It's fine. I'm making a second one. A new one. Better one, but I need like um, uh, a core idea to, to really base this new universe on. So what I need you creative folks to do is uh, find some art that inspires you, a painting, a book, a film uh, that, that, will in, that I can use that I can use as the basis for this new universe. And should this work of art encompass all still doing the iambic pentameter thing, Will? Been doing it this long? But yes, exactly. I need you to choose the one piece of art that perfectly encapsulates everything good and right about humanity. Everything mankind that I made learned that I helped teach them as a species because everything happened for my reasons. I'll give you thousand years? Good luck! 
What have we got? Who wants to start? Nobody? Ah, yes, Maya. Maya Angelou. You're not gonna like it. What? No. It's fine. No, you're really not gonna like it. Just tell me. Will you just promise not to be mad? Just tell me. Space Jam. <laughs> fuck you. Go... Uh, all of you? Go fuck yourselves. Didn't say we were happy about We felt the work would last forevermore. Its plot and characters so smart. So pure. Will, try talking like that again. See what happens. I will unmake you. I will unmake you so fast. All right, my bee. <coughs> I don't... You're saying that... That when the other's armies, that they... When they raise the first draft of my universe, the one I worked for six days and had to rest for a full day afterwards, the thing that I should have saved is not a play, not music that inspires the ages, but a basketball movie. No, you should save a basketball movie starring the Looney Tunes. No, 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 no. No, we are not doing that. We're not doing that. Let's do Hamlet, okay? People, 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 people like Hamlet! Sure, but like Hamlet was just about one thing, the revenge thing, Space Jam is like, it's about two things. It's got... Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes. People love those. Plus, Hamlet, while vastly superior to the works published by my contemporaries, such as, say, Christopher Marlowe, as a work of art, it wasn't terribly... <laughs> What's the word? Monetizable. Fuck it. Maya, let's just do one of your poems. Still I Rise. Let's do that one. Nobody ever made t-shirts of my poem. There were no Maya Angelou plastic dolls with still rise. In action. Why does that matter? If there's one thing we learned about your universe, it's that people were super psyched about money. And Space Jam, with all the merchandising, the tie-ins, the fact that the whole movie was based off of a shoe commercial. I... I don't. I gave you a thousand years to discuss this. And you're all agreed this is the best course of action? No. Oh? You, there, the pretty young one. 
Wait, are you saying I'm pretty and young? Or are you using pretty as an adverb to modify youth? I... I don't know. Both? Who cares? Uh. Yeah, okay. Half of you. Everyone, put your hands down. Yes, you, um, Sylvia Platt? I don't like it, but Space Jab is preferable to the alternative. Come again? It's a soulless movie, sure. But those who created and consumed it never felt the slow stings of agony that many in this chamber know all too well. Kind of a grim way to look at it. I made all of you brilliant. Especially you, Sylvia. You also gave me depression so crippling that not even the love of my children could prevent me from sticking my head in an oven. Yeah, but omelets and, and, and eggs and... Uh, uh, how many of you feel this way? That the creative stuff didn't balance out the, um... You know, the, the being sad all the time stuff. Okay, okay. So, most of you... I mean, remember Edgar? Edgar... Poe? Uh, the goth kid, yes, who was reincarnated as a bird, or wh whatever. He wrote amazing horror stories, specifically because he was so miserable having lost the love of his life. His cousin, incidentally. Which, nasty. Oh, uh, that's, that's weird. Look, it's Space Jam, or it's something depressing. Those are basically your options. Those are the only options any of your creations had. Whether to watch Space Jam or not? Whether to face the myriad horrors you inflicted upon the world. To think about the pain and cruelty you allow to exist for no other reason than sheer whimsy, or dare I say laziness. To understand one's place in the universe and one's terrible meaninglessness in the face of its indifference, or to turn those parts of one's brain off and draw some comfort from simpler things. That is what it is to be human. You don't like it? You have nobody to blame but yourself. <sighs> Let me think about it. interesting. I really wish I could see Space Jam one day. <laughs> well, maybe when we find her. 
And we will find Earth. As soon as we find the shuttle. That's why you wanted me to hear that story, isn't it? So that I'd be optimistic and... and full of fluff? No, I wanted you to listen to it because you needed to hear what Sylvia Plath had to say. The world is a sad, scary place. Yes, we all know how that feels, but we can either let it fuel us or we can pretend it doesn't exist. We can't control what happens to us, Thomas, but we can control how we react to it. And I am choosing to react with optimism. I see. Is that, is that the story from earlier? <laughs> it's the shuttle, it's playing it back. We found it. And just in time, we need to move the Zaraka back. Featuring the voice talents of Dan Foster as Thomas and Briar Zachary as New. In Corporate Space, Brendan Levine as Angel, David Nagel as Harold, Rukshin Chahar as Sabrina, and Jennifer Weisher as Jessica. Written by Jeff Robinson. In Come On and Slam, Marty Boswell as William Shakespeare, Nettie Chickering as Maya Angelou, Garen Fitzgerald as Christopher Marlowe, David Jeffress as God, Miranda Leonard as Sylvia Plath, and Punyaha Mukherjee as the Quad City DJ. Written by Anthony Birch. Directed by Garen Fitzgerald. Shorts edited by Tilly Bridges. Rapper written by Catherine Pride. Seminar theme by V.C. Morrison. All other music by Josh Mullen at thetunepeddler.com. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar, co-created by Catherine Pride and Tilly Bridges. This production is copyright 2021, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.